0: Praise the Lord. Recognizing and maximizing opportunities. Recognizing and maximizing opportunities. That is the word God wants to put in our hearts. As the first word for this year. So the title of the message is what? Recognizing and maximizing opportunities. Follow me to Ephesians 5 to 17. That's going to be our text. Ephesians 5 15 to 17. I read in James 4. To see then that ye walk circumceptly, not as fools, but as wise. Please pay attention to every word that you hear in this verse. Redeem it the time because the days are evil. 17. Wherefore be ye not unwise. But understand what the will of the Lord is. I read it in New Living Translation. Please pay attention. New Living Translation. The same Ephesians five, fifteen to seventeen. So be very careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't act thoughtlessly. Make the most of every opportunity. Be wise. Those are the key words I want to take from that. Now, let's go to another translation. In J.B. Phillips' translation, J.B. Phillips' translation, Ephesians 5, 15-17 also, It says, Live life, then, with a due sense of responsibility. Not as men who do not know the meaning and the purpose of life, but as those who do. Make the best use of your time. Despite all the difficulties of these days. I'll read that again. Make the best use of your time. Despite all the difficulties of these days. Don't be vague. But firmly grasp what you know to be the will of God. Now go to the message translation. Message translation. So, watch your steps. Use your head. Somebody say, use your head. head. Make the most of every chance you get. Make the most of every chance you get. These are desperate times. Sure, you understand what the
1: masters
0: want. And the further translation I want to read is the amplified version. The amplified version. It said, "Therefore, see that you work carefully, living life with honor, purpose, and courage." You note those words. Living life with honor, purpose, and courage. Surely those who tolerate and enable evil. Not as unwise, but as wise. Which means sensible, intelligent, discerning people. Verse 16. Make the very most of your time unheard. Make the very most of your time. That is recognizing. And taking advantage. That is maximizing. To buy up opportunity. Buy up what? Opportunity. Each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence. Because the days are filled with evil. 17. Therefore, do not be foolish. And thoughtless. But understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Brethren, whether you know it or you don't know it, God has positioned opportunities all around every one of us. There is no body that does not have opportunities around him. No matter who you are, no matter where you come from, no matter your status, no matter your predicament, no matter the challenges you are going through, God has placed opportunities around you. But you know the challenge? We fail to recognize and maximize them. Unfortunately, it is not God's fault. It is your fault. Its all is to place those opportunities around you. It is your responsibility, remember the verses we read, to make the maximum use, recognize and make the maximum use of those opportunities. Opportunity comes in different ways. Usually, of course, in a disguised form. And thus, sometimes you you miss it. You don't recognize it. Somebody said, opportunity comes like a walk. And you know many of us, (laughs) when you see work, you run. Opportunity comes in a disguised way, like a walk, that you have to do for you to get the return. It comes like a big walk, with many uncertainty. And many of us, you get discouraged, even at the sight of the opportunity. Oh, this is enormous, I can't do it. But God has proposed the opportunity for your lifting. But here you are, getting discouraged, lazy, about the opportunity God has proposed to transport you to your next level. 2016 it's a year of challenges. In truth translation we read, the message Bible said, it is a desperate time. J.B. Phillips said, it is a difficult time. How do I know? In Second Timothy 3.1, the Bible said, this Know also, that in the last days, perilous times, difficult times, shall come. And you and I were in the last days. Is it talk about the economy? want to talk about the high price? You want to talk about the laying people off their job? want to talk about the challenges that companies don't even know the direction to follow? Those that predict markets, they don't even know what to say again. Or you want to talk about terrorism? Nobody knows this is how it is going. This is when the war is over. And you want to talk about all the atrocity, all the ungodly policies that our nations are making. Gay preaching on the, in church, churches getting married gay couples, openly oh, the church of God. This is a difficult time. And you know what? It will take only the courageous, the bold. Those that put their complete trust in the Lord to navigate through this year, 2016, triumphantly. Remember I told you, this is not a year to joke with. And how do you navigate through this year triumphantly? It's by recognizing and maximizing all opportunities that God as positioned and will see position in the course of this year for you. In the transition we said, it said you need to be courageous. When I mentioned this year is a year of challenges. that's a desperate year. It's a year of fear with difficulty. Somebody heartbeat miss a second. But you know what? It will take only the courageous to go through this year. And what is courage? Courage is not absence of fear. Courage is acting in the midst of fear. Courage is acting in the midst of opposition, in the midst of doubt. When you take action, that is what? That is what? Courage. So when there's nothing to make you afraid, nothing to challenge you, courage loses its definition. So which means you are in a year, you need to be bold. The Bible says in Proverbs 28:1, said the wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are as bold as lions. The power you need to start, they call it inertia power, I guess. To start an engine, to start a car to move. is more than the power you need to make the car to continue in motion. And you know what the devil does? The devil will do everything to discourage you from starting, from recognizing and maximizing opportunities. Because you know the moment you start... When it comes, you're already charged up. You just move. You know when when the plane wants to take off. You know the power. You know the noise. You know the noise it goes before moving. But by the time it gets up and they announce, it's time for food. Everything comes cool. That is what happened to you. So you need much courage to start to recognize and maximize every opportunity God is bringing your way this year. You must act in the face of obstacle, in the face of opposition, in the face of impossibility. Because with your God, all things are possible. God told Joshua, when he was given that great task of stepping to the shoe, of Moses. Even if it is me, I'll be afraid. Joshua said, "How will I do this. But God said, Deuteronomy, thirty-one 6, Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth goeth with thee. He will not fail thee. Am I hearing somebody say amen? It will not fail thee. Amen. And it will not forsake you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Only if you heart with courage. There was famine in the land in Genesis twenty six. Everything turns blank. And Isaac happened to be in the land. He wanted to leave. God said, Isaac stayed there. And the Bible says, Isaac sought in the same land, Genesis 26, 12 to 13. Then Isaac sought in that land when there were challenges, when there were doubts, when there was a famine, and received in the same year an hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Verse 13. And the man waxed great, he went forward and grew until he became very great. This year I see you. Waxing great in the name of Jesus. I see you going forward in the name of Jesus. I see you becoming very great in the name of Jesus. I see you becoming exceedingly great in the name of Jesus. This year, take what belongs to you in destiny with boldness, with courage, irrespective of the challenges. Your identity, that is who you are now, will determine the opportunities you will attract. I'll take that again. Who you are, your identity, will determine the type of opportunities you will attract. Because like begets what? Like. Proverbs 23, 7a. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you think neg- negative this year, which opportunity will you attract? Negative. You think possibility, you attract possibility, opportunity. You think, oh, things are tough, it is not possible. You attract the same thing. But you think, no, I am as bold as lion. I'm taking what belongs to me, destiny. You attract the same opportunities. What you are today is a product of your thinking in the past. And what you are going to be in the future will be informed by what you think when? Today. So, who are you? Which perspective do you have? What is your mindset? Is it a mindset of failure or a mindset of success? Is it a mindset of giving up at the front of challenges? Or a mindset of no, I'm not giving up until I win. No matter the challenge, because he that is with me is greater than he that is with them. In Romans 12.2, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let me read it in message translation, Romans 12-2. says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize, you see there, what He wants you. Those are the opportunities, and quickly respond. That is maximizing. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you. Develops well-formed maturity in you. Opportunity comes. Opportunity and time management, they go hand in hand. You cannot maximize opportunity if you don't know how to manage your time. If you are the type that procrastinates, you delay, you cannot maximize opportunity. And you know the truth? We all have 24 hours. Those that are making it great in life, do they have more than 24 hours? Hello? Have you seen somebody say, oh me, I am very rich. I have 72 hours per day. You have seen that before? No. It is just managing your time. This year, take time to take that step of faith. Make move that you have been delaying for years.
2: Determine to make that change
0: happen in your life. Stop procrastinating. Stop your delay tactics. If you want to maximize the opportunity God is going to place within your reach in the year 2016. And lastly, as introduction... There's always something God has placed around your reach. You know, somebody said, Opportunity is like a moving door. You, know, when you when you stand and you see a door moving, the moment you miss entry, when it opens, what happens? You have to wait. Opportunity is like what? A moving door. When it comes to you, it opens, you are sluggish, you are procrastinating, you are distracted, it goes again. Then you have to wait. In 1 Samuel 17, something happened to David. David found himself at the war front. And he saw, he recognized an opportunity for him to demonstrate the anointing of God upon his life. It was not at the forefront At the war front to fight. He was there to give food to the brothers. But when he saw there, when he got there, and he saw this Goliath, disdaining the name of the Lord, David said, "Uh it is time. This is my opportunity. This is my opportunity to demonstrate that anointing that God has placed upon my life. I will not miss this opportunity. He confronted Goliath. Now, by any standard, do you think David was not afraid? He was. But because he knew the God that he served. He said, I am not coming to you. But I come coming to you because you have blasphemed the name of the God of Israel. And today he will give me your head. He was prophesying and giving himself confidence that he was speaking prophetically. And before the end of that day, what happened? The head of Goliath was gone. David did not miss the opportunity. Do you know what? If David was rationalizing, if he was considering the height of that Goliath, if he was considering the challenges, he would have missed the opportunity. And he would need to wait for another time. And you know what? That was the turning point in David fulfilling his destiny. Now look at yourself. How many of those opportunities you have lost? How many of those opportunities for you to, to kick start the fulfillment of your destiny that you have lost? Because of fear. Because of lack of boldness. Because you are rationalizing. Because you are thinking, oh, no, I can't do it. It is not possible. And you forget the God that you are serving. That with Him all things are possible.
2: Within your reach,
0: there's always an opportunity God has placed around you to move you to the next level. God will not put what you need to move to your next level beyond your reach. Get that very well. Everything you need to move to your next level, God has placed it within your reach. It is your responsibility to recognize them and maximize them. God is faithful. In Psalm 84, verse one, Say "For the Lord God is a stone and shield. the Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will be withhold from them that walk uprightly." How to recognize and maximize your opportunities? I have six of them. Prayer will have time to finish. How to recognize and maximize your opportunities? Number one, engage the assistance of the Holy Spirit. Engage the assistance of the Holy Spirit. This year you must partner with the Holy Spirit to recognize and maximize your opportunities. You need the Holy Spirit to know the perfect will of God and to align your, your goals, your desires, your desire. Everything you do in line with the perfect will of God for you. You can't do with the harm of flesh. You need the Holy Spirit. Peter did everything not to go preach to Cornelius. Holy Ghost has to compel Peter. That Peter, you have to go preach to Cornelius' house. Holy Spirit. So, this year of evangelism, you need the Holy Spirit more than ever before. To know who to preach to, when to speak the word, who is already fully prepared for salvation. What a wonderful experience it to be. That we have just 100 Cornelius. Can you imagine? And the household becoming saved in this land. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? All that Cornelius in this land, and God will direct you, and God will show him that you are coming, and you get there exactly, and you receive Jesus Christ. But remember, Peter needed the Holy Spirit to know. You see that in Acts ten nineteen, Philip, after a mighty harvest of soul in Samaria. Philip was on his way, going to the next village. To go and do another exploit for the Lord. And in Acts 8.29, then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to these chariots. Can you imagine? Just picture it. You see a, a rich man, probably a minister, entourage, going, driving a car. And you are walking beside. And security does not touch you. And you went to Peep. He said, Do you know what you are reading, Minister? Are you not afraid? If it is in our days, the security will clear you off. But it took the Holy Spirit to say, Philip, this man needs Jesus. Stop this chariot and talk to him. And immediately Philip said, Sir, do you understand what you are reading? The man said, How can I understand when well, no man teach me? And that was the beginning of the salvation of the man. You need the Holy Spirit to recognize and maximize the opportunities. God is bringing your way this year. Now, let me show you this. Not all doors, all opportunities are meant for you. You see why you need the Holy Spirit? Not all doors, all opportunities are meant for you. In Acts 16.6, Paul just finished wonderful service for the Lord. And he was was planning and yearning to go to Asia. He probably must have done done his flight booking. There was any flight there. Ready to go to Asia. To go and preach the gospel. To go and evangelize. Look at what the Holy Spirit said. Acts 16.6. Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia figure and the region of Galatia and were forbidden. Acts 16.6. They were forbidden. By who? By who? Can you think how it is? Holy Spirit said go and preach. It's not said don't go and preach to Asia. You need the Holy Spirit. So if you are not born again here, you cannot assess opportunities God has placed around you because without being born again, you don't have access to anything that the Holy Spirit can do. Sorry. You need to consciously engage the Holy Spirit. How? Through your prayers, through fasting, through studying and meditating on the Word of God. So that you will be sensitive to the stigma. The Holy Spirit will tell you, go there. Don't go there. Take this. This is the business you do. This is how you do it. Glory be to God. I've expressed this in diverse ways. Whenever I get to any joint at work, Holy Spirit, how do I move? Holy Spirit, what is the step I should take? Holy Spirit, where should this family go? Where are you taking us to next? And the Holy Spirit has been faithful directing on all manners. I wanted to take a step years ago, seven years ago. I wanted to take a step. And the Holy Ghost said, no, it is not your time. The person that was, that was pushing me to do it, I struggled to be able to explain to him. But all Holy we said, it is not your time. But when it was your time, <laughs> in the year 2015, and I took that step, everything came cheaply. It came cheaply. Favor on our side. Divine help. To the extent that I became afraid. Holy God, this is how you do. <laughs> you need the Holy Spirit to maximize and get the best. That was a story in Second Kings 6, 15-17. Elisha. You see that army came to deal with Elisha. I'm just going to paraphrase in it. Why I say you need to pray. And when the servant of Elisha woke up and he saw the Syrian army, what did he do? He said, alas, my master, what shall we do? We are done for. This people will kill us. But when Prophet Elisha came, I'm sure he was still in, in his night He must be yawning. In the midst of challenges. Elisha was yawning. He was just relaxed. Not harassed in any way. No fear at all. You know what Elisha did? Elisha said, Elijah, I pray thee, God, open his eyes. That you may see that those that be with us are more than those that be with them. And what happened? The Bible says, God opened the eyes of the servant. And when he saw, the man said, come, come, let's fight. Because he saw a different thing. You need the Holy Spirit to recognize and maximize your opportunity in the year 2016 maximize your opportunities to grow spiritually you want to hear from the holy spirit you must maximize your opportunities to grow this year spiritually Create quality time to pray, quality time to pray, study and meditate on the word of God. There's no other way to get acquainted to the voice of the Holy Spirit other than praying, fasting and meditating on the word of God. Quality time, not five minutes, devotion in the morning. Attend discipleship class. You have heard various testimonies, humbling testimonies of how people's lives have changed in discipleship training, and you have still not attended. and you want to grow spiritually. There's an opportunity for you here. When of course, the moment you leave a man, you will not regret in Jesus' name. Amen. I say you will not regret in the name of Jesus. Amen. You have opportunities to attend. Class free of charge, materials given to you. We will give you refreshment, but you are not turning up. Opportunities to grow spiritually, opportunity to become a worker and serve God. Opportunity to, for you to be committed to attend all services that the church arranged. This is that year. We are meeting in church. You are somewhere else, where the devil has put you. You are in market, and you are supposed to be in church. You are in the market. Which what is your priority? And you want to maximize opportunity. It's not possible. God Himself will take those opportunities away, because you have failed to honor Him. Be in church, other than be elsewhere. Number two. How to, max- to recognize and maximize opportunity? Be obedient to divine instruction. Isaiah 1.19 If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Only if you are willing and obedient, then shall you recognize, maximize, and get the best of the land. Deuteronomy to 2 If you obey, then you get the blessing. There was an example of Ruth. Ruth was obedient to the godly instruction through her mother in law. She was rightly positioned for her to get married. And before you know it, she became a woman after the lineage of Jesus because she listened to the godly counsel of the mother in law. She was obedient. I see God positioning some, some of all our youth that are of marriageable age. That partner God has ordained for you, the Lord will link you off supernatural. If only you will cooperate with him this year in the name of Jesus. Amen. There was a widow in Second Kings four one to seven. Second Kings four one to seven. She came to Elisha that they're about to sell my children because I don't have money to pay what my husband borrowed. And Elisha said, okay, what do you have? He said, I have just small pot of oil. Elisha said, go and borrow many vessels. Lock yourself up in the house and pour from a small jar to a big jar. That is not conventional method of filling. You fill from bigger to what? This woman was obedient. She went, poured, began to pour from the small to the first big, the second big. many of us will stop. Eh? What is this? I don't know. She began to pour, the first one, the second one, the third one, without stopping. And that was what terminated the harassment that that family would have suffered. You must be obedient to divine instruction if you want to recognize And maximize opportunities. Number three, be proactive in all your dealings. Be proactive in all your dealings, which means act in advance to maximize opportunity and to deal with any potential challenge that may come your way. Don't be sluggish, don't procrastinate. This is that year you need to be on your feet. If you are to sleep only five hours a day, so be it. So I no, you must sleep minimum 10 hours per day. Ah! Go and read Proverbs. You are sluggard. You, you are lazy. See, you no food for you. Say, I must sleep 10 hours per day. I must have my siesta. And things are wasting, opportunities are passing you away. Do detail plan ahead and don't leave it to chance. Your life cannot be lived on chance. Sorry. Plan ahead. There was a story of Zacchaeus in Luke 19, to 9 Luke nineteen one to 9 Zacchaeus heard that Jesus was passing. And he made inquiry. He was proactive. He made inquiry, which road will he pass? He knew that his goal was to see Jesus. You know what he did? He made that query, "Which road will he pass?" And they discovered that he had challenges. What were the challenges of Zacchaeus? He was short, so Jesus would not be able to see him. The crowd around Jesus was very much. He was a sinner. Even I know Peter. Peter will push him. Who are you, Zacchaeus? Get out of this place! If Matthew see Matthew, Matthew will say, "Zacchaeus, you chief collector, get out of this place." So all those challenges were around Zacchaeus. But you know what he did? He recognized that opportunity and he thought he used his head. How do I maximize this opportunity? The man repositioned. Tell your neighbor reposition. What did he do? The Bible says he ran ahead. He ran ahead, climbed the sycamore tree. He positioned where, when he knew Jesus Christ would see him. And when Jesus got to the place, what happened? Jesus told Zacchaeus, Come down. Today, I must. Enter your house. You need to be proactive. Think ahead. In this year, you need to maximize all opportunities. Is it to change your job? Be proactive about it. You don't wait until things get bad before you make move. Is it for you to relocate? Don't wait until you beat things become embarrassing, before you take the step of faith. God has said, this is where you're going. Act immediately. Don't wait until the devil harass you before you take that step of faith. You need to start a new business. Be, pro- be proactive about it. You need to expand your business. You need to change your department. You need to change whatever you are doing. Be proactive to recognize and maximize your opportunities. Number four, you must set goals. You must set goals and be diligent to execute them. It's worth it to set goals, but you must be diligent to execute them. This year, make big plans, not small. So that you'll be able to maximize any opportunity that comes around you. Now, if God knows there's something Bakunskar does. They said, I don't know, I forget what they call it. If you save money in their account, you can win one million. How I many of course you have saved because of that? Be righteous. No, don't tell lie. You put your money in Bakunskar because of that. <laughs> you open a savings account. If they do the raffle and you win. You get one million lire. Yeah. Now, I many of us, if God favored you and you get one million year, you have a concrete plan what to do with it. You'll be surprised. If you ask me now, I will tell you what I will do with it in the next five minutes. I just need to flash back to my plans. It goes where? It goes here. But if you were to be given one million rieus now, one million rieus, you know what that means? You know what that means?
1: <laughs>
0: one, not one million dollars. One million rieus. Do you have a concrete plan for you to spend that money? To plan how you do it without getting confused? Without losing Jesus? Uh, this is money. Let me go back to my whole world. You need to set goals and diligently execute them. My achievement to the glory of God in the year 2016, 2015, when I began to look at it, I'm telling somebody, in the last seven years I've been in Oman, what God helped me to achieve in 2015? surpasses by every standard everything in the last seven years i've spent in this year because i set the goals that was the only thing i could i could what make this thing to happen because i have those things written seven years ago they were written not written in 2014 written and every year i go to it, pray god this must happen it must happen. And every opportunity that comes my way, I don't waste it. And everything happens cheaply. Because I set goals. Don't allow your past to deny you of your potential opportunities. If you have lost one opportunity, another one is coming. Isaiah 43, 80 to ninety says, Remember ye you not know the former thing. Neither consider the things of old. Because what I will do a new thing, shall you not know it, I will make a way for you in the wilderness. In the desert, I will make rivers to flow. So if you, even if you have missed one opportunity, that is not, in, not enough for you to relax and not set goals. Set another bigger one. And don't set goals that you know will make you to remain at the same level you are. Set goals that will push you to the next level. In this year, Somebody needs to maximize the opportunity to save minimum 20% of your income. You say, huh? Eh? The money that is not enough. This man, what are you saying? <laughs> now, let's talk about what's the name of this man? This stock guru. Um, i forget, I forgot what is the name now. This talk guru in US. He said, you have to save first, don't save from the leftover save first, and not spend the rest. And that is godly cancer. And that was the principle that Joseph used. Joseph said, let's keep 20% of everything we have now. So that when family comes, we'll have much. And that was the case. As Christians, you should save minimum 20% of your income. And what do we do with it? Invest. If you go to stocks, the stock guys now, they will tell you the best time for you to invest in stocks is now is now, when things are down, that by the time things begin to climb, you'll be climbing your ears. Somebody to maximize the opportunity. It's time to invest in real estate. Invest in things that will bring returns. The same man said, don't put your head in one basket. In addition to your salary, get another source of income, regular income. These are opportunities. Are you maximizing them? Take both types of faith to set goals and execute them. Number five, open your mind to new things. New ideas. New opportunities. New approach. Which means think wide and think outside the box. Think wide. Think outside the box. The the box. One translation that we read the message Bible, it said, use your head. Tell your neighbor use your head. head. Think deeply. It's the Bible, not me. (laughs) Say use your what? Your head. You need to do things differently in this desperate time. This is the year you must not do it the way you have been doing it before. Because you will get the result you have been getting. But do you want something better? Do you want something better? Then you need to do it differently. Use different approach. Find the way around. All obstacles. If you know the hands. You know the hands. When they are going, they go in fire. One in front. When they have a target to go and take one bread somewhere. And when they are going... If they meet an obstacle, what do they do? They just turn around. They get to this place. Oh, this is an obstacle. They turn around and continue. And if you go to Proverbs, say, go and learn from the hand. Don't allow any obstacle to stop you. Open your mind wide and use different approach. Not complaining, God, what have you done this? When will you do this? Look for alternative in Christ. The Shunammath woman was a story I love so much. This woman saw Prophet Elijah. That she was, she was he was coming to the town every now and then. And he, she recognized the opportunity. I said, man of God. She went to the husband. Let's build this man a house. And before you know it, the house the man of God. And one year after... God used that to terminate barrenness in that home. You have opportunities. Are you using it? Abraham maximized the opportunity. He saw three people. And he could discern these are angels. These are not ordinary people. It was Abraham that invited them. Say, Come and eat in my house. I he did not give them see the maximizing. Abraham did not give them any cheap food. They didn't tell Abraham they are angels. Abraham did not give them any nonsense. He said, Sarah, bring that best, that best that we kept for Christmas. Bring that goat." And before you know it, 25 years promise came to fulfillment. Because Abraham maximized opportunity. In this year, recognize the opportunity be a blessing. Show love. Demonstrate hospitality. Offer help to people. Show mercy so that you can receive mercy. So that your long-awaited promises will come to fulfillment. And lastly, develop and position yourself for your next level. How do you do that? Develop your skill. Develop your character, your network, your profile. Get required certification. Bridge all the gaps between where you are and your next level. You, do you know what, what, what you do? If you know your boss, okay, this is where my boss is. What does my boss have to be what, where he is? Then go and get what he has. Is it certification? Experience? Is it the knowledge? Go for it! God will not do that for you. You need to do it yourself. Leverage on your skills, your gift, relationship, networking, mentorship, coaching. Go after whatever you need to maximize the opportunity. Be hardworking and diligent. Proverbs twenty two twenty nine said that a man diligent in his business he shall stand before kings, he shall not stand before me men. I told you the story of Samuel. Look, David, in 1 Samuel sixteen, forty to twenty three, David did not get the career of David to become a king, actually was influenced by the gift God deposited in his life. They said, go and find us a boy. Somebody that will play music. So that the king madness will be killed. And they found David. And that was what positioned David in the palace. And from then onward, he became the king. Your gift is an opportunity for you. And I bless God today. Whatever I have today is a product of the gift God has given me. My first job up to this point. The man, the pastor of the church, I remember I was working. I was working diligently in that church. Of course, you know the usual grace God has given me. Doing everything for the Lord. And the man says, Lacon, you can do this. The man took me to a company. I'm not talking of small company. If I tell you that you'll be shocked, the kind of company. Multinational. And he put me to do a job that is not related to my degree. He said, Lacon, you can do it. And that gave me confidence. And before you know it, I'm still doing that work today. And God has placed me beyond my reach. No formal training on that level. On that line. And it was just because this man saw. This man is diligent in his business in serving the Lord. He said, come, you can do this. And he gave something new entirely to the glory of God. What has God given you? Are you using it to maximize the opportunities around you? This year, somebody needs to bridge every gap that is between you and your next level. And finally, all of us know that one major opportunity we cannot afford not to use is to evangelize. When you get home, read John 4 5 to 42. Jesus was tired. But in the midst of his tiredness, he saw a woman. And before the end of that day, that woman was saved. Opportunity. They brought an adulterous woman to Jesus. If it were to be me and you, we will only see sin, dirty. What look at this guy? this nonsense? How will you go and commit adultery? But Jesus saw a package of salvation in the woman. And before the end of it, the woman became what? Saved. And all our accusers they became what? Convicted. And all of them have a change of mind. What do you see around you? Do you see opportunities? Or you see otherwise? Let's be on our feet. This year, oh God is going to position opportunities around you in your offices, in your business, in your family to preach the gospel, among your friends, on your WhatsApp, on your email. What will you do with it? Go ahead and begin to ask for the grace. To maximize every opportunity God is bringing your way this year. That God, I will not miss any opportunity to bring my way this year. Every opportunity you are positioned around me. Help me to maximize them for your glory. I refuse to miss opportunity else's If you are here, you are not born again. I have told you before, you need the Holy Spirit to maximize any opportunity. This is the time everybody is praying. This is the time for you to give your life to Jesus. You want to serve Jesus so that you will have the maximum opportunity that those people will help you. Can you please wave your hand to Jesus? you want to give your life to Jesus? Is somebody there? God bless you. God bless you. If you want to give your life to Jesus, go ahead and begin to confess your sin unto him. And say, Lord, have mercy on me. Go ahead and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Forgive me all my sins. Wash me clean by your blood. Today I declare I'm born again. Because I will not go back to my sins. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed.
3: Please take your seats. Now is the time for the last table. Let us prepare ourselves to take part in this last table. Let me read the scriptures from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, from verses 23 onwards. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after suffer, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eats the bread and drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner, for if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. Dear children of God, as all of you know, this table is prepared for the children of God, those who are obeyed the Lord or accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in their life as the Lord and Savior and obeyed Him through the waters of baptism. If we are not Accepted and if you are willing to accept Christ, it is a time for you to commit yourselves to the Lord. And those of you of a believer, and if you sense that you have a unforgiven sins in you, it is a time for you to confess before the Lord. Come with a clear conscience to take part in this table. Because the word is very clear and open. We have to judge ourselves. So we cannot judge you, you judge yourself. If you do not judge, God will judge you. And you may take punishment from God or chastening. So, dear children, be careful and take care of, pray and confess of your sins. And with a clear conscience, come and take this part of this uh, blood. Mm -hmm. And uh, here, the blood and the wine, it represents the body of Christ and also the blood of Jesus Christ, which was shed for us. Before 2000 years ago. it remains us and to remember of his coming. And he gave his life. And we have committed and we have accepted him. Our forgiveness through his blood. And also he dead, But he has rose again. He is alive forevermore. And not only that. He is coming to take us. These are all the things has to be remembered. And also the message to proclaim his death throughout our life. Let's close our eyes. Gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you Lord for the privilege that you have given to us to come unto you. Thank you for the table which you have prepared for us. As it is the celebration for us when we come and take communion and union with you which was prepared for us, O oh Father. It is on this earth we will do it, but we will have it forever it- with you in the heaven, O oh Father. Dear Father, bless the bread and also the wine which came before us. And when we take is we, Lord, we impart blessings into ourselves. And also when we come in together, it is a sign that we are one in, uh, in accepting and believing your death, your burial, your resurrection and your coming. Help us to remain, remember of your death and also as a reminder to proclaim the death of Jesus Christ to this world. In Jesus' most exalted name we pray. Amen. As all of you know, please cooperate with the ashes, since the time is very short. So, ashes will guide you. You come in the order. The Lord will bless us. You deserve the glory. Hallelujah.
1: Praise. Hallelujah. Oh no.
2: Have today how to maximize, recognize, and maximize opportunities. Amen. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. Two things come very clearly, and that is, it is a year that wisdom would have to come alive like never before. Wisdom excelled folly, as far as light excelled darkness. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's also a year that you cannot afford to be spiritually sleeping. The sluggard shall not plough by reason of the cold. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 4. Therefore shall he beg in the harvest. The harvest is the time where we go out on evangelism and have nothing. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So we are going to ask God, Lord grace... To go in search of wisdom. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. Lord, release upon me today the wisdom to go through this year and come out with what I need to have to make the most of it. Lord, release that wisdom upon me today. Jesus displayed unusual wisdom, and we are just partaking of his flesh and blood. Jesus. Let your flesh and blood that I've taken today release unto me the wisdom required to make the most of this year. He that winneth those is wise. To recognize and make the most of this year, I need wisdom. Jesus, let that order of wisdom come alive in me. Lord, grace not to be a sluggard, to be a sluggard, to be a lazy man. To procrastinate, I receive it today. To strike the iron while it is hot. Lord, I receive that grace. I receive that grace. I shall not miss this year what you have for me. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Finally, I'd like you to covet the spirit of joy. You need to be excited this year. No matter the heat of the battle. No matter who is going down and who is rising up, I know my redeemer living. And that keeps you on. You just you are just on. Hallelujah. Lord, I receive today the spirit of joy that will carry me through the year. I receive it. I will res- I receive it. Joy will help me to locate the opportunities and make the most of it. I shall not be downcast. This year, I shall not lose my joy. I shall remain excited. I shall remain committed. I shall remain dedicated to the world. To the world. To the instructions from this altar. Embracing all that you want me to do to make the most of this year. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Once again, welcome to 2016. Are you excited? Yes. Amen. Yes. So, clap and clap for Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Quite a lot of promises and prophecies have gone ahead of this year. Please find your own there and align. It shall come to pass. Yes. I say it shall come to pass. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Yes. This year shall be your best year ever. Amen. Yes. Yes. What you never thought you could get. Where you never thought you could step. The kind of breakthroughs you never thought you could hit. This year, your God and my God will put them in your hands. A louder amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I therefore commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Which is able to build you up and give you what belongs to you this year. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes his face And lifts up his countenance To shine upon your way yes. This year you will not crash your destiny yes. This year All that belongs to you In glory shall be delivered to you yes. You are breaking forth on every side yes. You are making progress in this land yes. It shall be a year of Comprehensive favor for you yes. In the name of Jesus yes. No sickness in your house no disease in your body in the name of Jesus you will not take a decision that will crash your destiny every decision you will take this year shall move you forward shall take you higher your long awaited good news of many years is coming this year in the name of Jesus I agree with every pregnant sister in this service this morning you are delivering this year safely. I agree with every family believing God for the fruit of the womb. You are embracing your miracle babies Here, yeah? Every hope that is at the verge of breakup. I decree today supernatural reconnection in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Our 30th year celebration is on the line. I decree your celebration gift. God shall give them to you. You will have something to show for this year. You will have something to show for this year. You shall not be put to shame. Everything is working according to divine order in your life. In the name of Jesus. Go in peace. It shall be a fruitful year for you. A year of uncommon favor. A year of unusual grace. A year of grace and glory. God, we know we told anything good from your heart. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's share the grace in fellowship, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us. All the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the presence of the Lord. Forever and ever. Evangelism. And glory. God bless you.